Welcome to the sixth instalment of the Moss Valley Pod. As always, thanks for joining us. You find us today on the fifth Sunday of Lent. This means that it's just two weeks to go until we celebrate Easter. A lot will happen over the course of those two weeks. A lot will happen on the Moss Valley Pod too. This is the second Sunday service to be broadcast too, following on from Mothering Sunday last week. As such, we're going to include some words of confession and forgiveness following on from our Bible reading today, as we normally would do in church. Also in today's pod, community notices, shouts outs and some extra clues to help with Brain of the Week. You can get in touch with us too via anchor.fm forward slash Moss Valley Pod or on Spotify. More on all of that later. Before then... The reading for today is the story of Lazarus from John chapter 11 verses 1 to 45. Now a certain man was ill, Lazarus of Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. Mary was the one who anointed the Lord with perfume and wiped his feet with her hair. Her brother Lazarus was ill. So the sisters sent a message to Jesus, Lord, he whom you love is ill. But when Jesus heard it, he said, This illness does not lead to death. Rather, it is for God's glory, so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Accordingly, though Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus, after having heard that Lazarus was ill, he stayed two days longer in the place where he was. Then after this he said to the disciples, Let us go to Judea again. The disciples said to him, Rabbi, the Jews were just now trying to stone you, and you are going to go there again? Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours of daylight? Those who walk during the day do not stumble, because they see the light of this world. But those who walk at night stumble, because the light is not in them. After saying this, He told them, Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I am going there to awaken him. The disciples said to him, Lord, if he has fallen asleep, he will be all right. Jesus, however, had been speaking about his death, but they thought that he was referring merely to sleep. Jesus told them plainly, Lazarus is dead. For your sake I am glad that I was not there, so you may believe but let us go to him. Thomas, who was called the twin, said to his fellow disciples, let us also go, that we may die with him. When Jesus arrived, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. Now Bethany was near Jerusalem, some two miles away, and many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to console them about their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, She went and met him, while Mary stayed at home. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that God will give you whatever you ask of him. Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Those who believe in me, even though they die, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? 
she said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, the one coming into the world. When she had said this, she went back and called her sister Mary and told her privately, The teacher is here and is calling for you. And when she heard it, she got up quickly and went to him. Now Jesus had not yet come to the village, but was still at the place where Martha had met him. The Jews who were with her in the house consoling her saw Mary get up quickly and go out. They followed her because they thought that she was going to the tomb to weep there. When Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she knelt at his feet and said to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews who came with her also weeping, he was greatly disturbed in spirit and deeply moved. He said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus began to weep. So the Jews said, See how he loved him. But some of them said, Could he not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying? Then Jesus, again greatly disturbed, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone was lying against it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, already there is a stench because he has been dead for four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believed you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. And Jesus looked upward and said, Father, I thank you for having heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I have said this for the sake of the crowd standing here, so that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said this, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, his hands and feet bound with strips of cloth, and his face wrapped in a cloth. Jesus said to them, Unbind him and let them go. Many of the Jews, therefore, who had come with Mary and had seen what Jesus did, believed in him. Isn't it amazing what sticks to us sometimes? I'm sure when we were growing up, we all had nicknames. My brother was known as Woz. I got called Spod God alongside a whole load of things that can't be broadcast on a family show like this. And I can still hear one of the scout leaders bellowing Walker along the length of the scout hut after my brother, or more likely me, had just done something really daft. More recently, I've been called the Rocking Rev for playing the guitar in church services. To be honest, I'll settle for that. This story is one that mentions Doubting Thomas, but on this occasion he doesn't doubt, but is a disciple that understands that something bigger is happening than the here and now. He realises that something else is going on. After all, why else would Jesus willingly want to go to a place where people want to kill him? Of all those around Jesus, it is Thomas who is the one of faith who agrees to go along with Jesus even if it means dying with him, because that is what will surely happen if they head to Judea. Hardly a man of doubt, but the name of doubting would stick from another story, but more on that after Easter. In the meantime, though, there is a problem. One of Jesus' close friends is in a spot of bother. Well, 
To be honest, that's understatement of the year, because he's no longer alive. He passed away and has been laying in a tomb for four days before Jesus arrives. Upon arrival, there is a series of conversations, first with Martha and then Mary. Together, they head on over towards the tomb where Lazarus has been laid. Jesus, in the sadness of losing a good friend, begins to cry. It is reassuring for us to know that Jesus knows what it's like to lose someone close to him. As we hear day by day how many people have caught this dreaded COVID-19 virus and how many fatalities there are, it's easy to become worried or scared. Some might also feel that it couldn't possibly happen to them or that this is a storm in a teacup. Some listening today may know someone who has recently died. If that's you, I'm very sorry for your loss. I know that there is nothing here that I can say that will magically make things better. My heart goes out to you, just as Jesus' heart went out to Lazarus, his friends and family. Jesus, however, isn't finished in our story. He commands Lazarus to get up, which he does, and walks out of the tomb. They untie all his clothes and go on their way. And many, many people, just like Thomas on this occasion, believe in Jesus. This story is told, I think, as an echo looking forward to Easter. If you look for some of the details, they seem to point to the events of Good Friday and Easter Sunday. Okay, Lazarus has been in the tomb a day longer than Jesus would be, but nevertheless, there are similarities. And that brings us round to today. In a world that can get caught up in the here and now, we're asked to look at something a bit bigger. Martha knew and trusted Jesus enough to know that Lazarus would rise again on the last day. It's a foretaste looking towards the day when we will all rise again to meet our God in heaven. For Jesus is the resurrection and the life. This does not minimise the pain of losing loved ones now. If Jesus cried over his loved ones, then it's fair to say that we might want to too. But Jesus reminds us that this is not the end and that life eternal is available to all who trust in him. So let us pray. As we begin our prayers, we're going to use the prayer of confession that we'd normally use in church on a Sunday. If you wish to join in with this prayer, you'll find the words in the description for this episode. God so loved the world that he gave his only son Jesus Christ to save us from our sins, to be our advocate in heaven and to bring us to eternal life. Let us confess our sins in penitence and faith firmly resolve to keep God's commandments and to live in love and peace with all. We pray together. Most merciful God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, we confess that we have sinned in thought, word and deed. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbours as ourselves. In your mercy, Forgive what we have been, help us to amend what we are and direct what we shall be, that we may do justly, love mercy and walk humbly with you, our God. Amen. Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon you, 
pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness and keep you in life eternal. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Loving God, we pray today for the whole of the world. We thank you for your goodness and all of the blessings that you have given us. We thank you for all the goodness that we have seen. We thank you for all those who have put their hands up to do their bit to help their neighbours in times of need. We pray today especially for doctors, nurses, the whole of the NHS and all who are working to beat coronavirus. We thank you for their dedication and pray Lord that they might have all the resources that they need as quickly as possible. We pray, Lord, that you would give them wisdom and healing hands. We pray for the other emergency services, for the government, for teachers and all those doing their bit to help out. Thank you for their dedication. Thank you to those who work in food shops and as delivery drivers. Thank you for your provision to us. And we pray also, Lord, for those who are ill and suffering. We remember those who have COVID-19, those who are ill for other reasons, those who may be worried that their treatment for whatever their, their disease might be, whatever they're carrying has been put back. We pray, Lord, for comfort and peace for them. We pray for those who are lonely, those who are afraid, those who are worried. We pray, Lord, that you would bless them and help them uh, to get all the things that they need. And we pray for those who are recently bereaved, those who are mourning the loss of loved ones, those who still cry and are lost, those who are struggling. Lord Jesus Christ, you have taught us that what we do for the least of our brothers and sisters, we do also for you. Give us the will to be the servant of others as you were the servant of all and gave up your life and died for us, but are alive and reign, now and forever. Amen. Let us pray with confidence together as our Saviour has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Community information time now and first some news from the church. Sadly with the buildings are still closed due to the shutdown but I'm working on some content for Holy Week and over Easter for us all to listen to uh, via the Moss Valley pod. More details to come but watch this space. Derbyshire Community Response Unit has launched to help those in need. This has come from Derbyshire Voluntary Action. 
Community Response Unit is now ready to take requests for assistance from members of the community who don't have friends or family able to help them. Help is available for people across Derbyshire if they are self-isolating because either themselves or a member of the household is at risk, struggling to meet basic needs because of financial, social or health restrictions, pregnant, having underlying health conditions or age 70 or over. Uh, if you want to get in touch with them, their phone number is 01629 535091 and that's available Monday to Friday 9 till 5 and Saturdays 9 till 1. I'll also put the uh, web link for that in the, the comments about this episode. Derbyshire County Council has released some information about staying safe from scammers. It says, our trading standards team is urging residents to be extra vigilant and keep themselves safe from scammers during the coronavirus outbreak. Working with Derbyshire Police, trading standards officers are urging people to be wary of possible new coronavirus related scams being used by doorstep callers and online fraudsters. They've issued advice to help protect people on the doorstep, on the phone, regarding refund scams and online. The full advice is on their website, link in the episode description. We're hoping to release these pods on Sundays, Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays. If you have a piece of community information or a shout out, please record it at anchor.fm forward slash Moss Valley Pod and who knows, we may play it for everyone to hear. So if you want to give a shout out on the Moss Valley Pod, head on over to anchor.fm forward slash Moss Valley Pod. Today's shout out is to all in the NHS. We joined in on Thursday with the applause that went around the country and it was great to see others out and to hear their applause. To all our doctors, nurses, NHS staff, scientists and everybody involved in helping fight COVID-19, thank you so very much. Uh, if anybody wants to do a shout out, anchor.fm forward slash Moss Valley Pod. We'd also love to hear your good news stories. Good news only, please. Uh, and if anybody's got any good clean jokes, send those in and we might broadcast those as well. On Friday's pod, we launched the first Brain of the Week quiz. Uh, it's just a bit of fun to get the brain cells working over the weekend. How are you getting on? If you didn't get the, the, uh, the questions, they're on Friday's pod. So do please listen again to that one. And the answers will be coming up on the next pod. But if you're struggling, here's some more of a clue for you all. I'm going to give you the first letter of each answer. How nice is that of me? So, here we go, in order. The first letter of each answer is... Bravo, Charlie, Charlie, Delta, Golf, India, Juliet, Kilo, November, Sierra, 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 Tango and Uniform. Does that help? Or actually, does it make it more difficult? Listen out for the answers on the next Moss Valley Pod.
Many thanks for listening to the Moss Valley Pod. This has been made possible by the good people at Anchor.fm. Sending you all good wishes. Until next time, take care, be safe, God bless.